0: This episode is brought to you by the Doctor. Ooh. Alex. Thanks. Matthew. How much do you like music? I like it a lot. You like hitting them drums? I love hitting them drums. <laughs> you love playing a triangle? How would you like to play one of the most simple instruments yet that is one of the most complex instruments of all time? I know where this is going and I already hate it, but continue. <laughs> but you want to learn it? Sure. It's the recorder. the Doctor, he travels from time and space everywhere, right? Yeah. But you don't make money saving civilizations. On the side, he's staying a, a recorder teaching business. Academy? Academy. And the cool thing is, because he travels in time and space, he can come teach you at any time in time and space. Wow. So all you have to do is go on his website tomorrow, and even if you book it for yesterday... He would have gone back and taught you then, and you'll know the stuff now. Oh, time travel. How good's that? Very good. He only teaches a recorder, though. Oh. Until he turns into the seventh doctor, and then he'll also teach you the spoons. How is that somehow worse? <laughs> anyway, go to his what website. What is the
1: spoons? Anyway.
0: Sorry, sponsors. Go to his website, put in the... Um, What's the website? It's recorderwho.com.com. UK and put the offer code it's not a flute you fools that's a very long offer code and he'll give you two lessons for the price of three <gasps> other way around three for the two. Oh, I thought it was a time travel gimmick oh it could be it's the first one wibbly wobbly <laughs> on with the show what are you doing?
1: I'm reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power source Reverse the polarity. Reverse, reverse, reverse the blend. I just reverse
0: the polarity. Welcome to the Fan of the Fool, everyone. I'm the fan, Matt Antonelli. I'm the fool, Alex Cameron. Happy New Year's. Merry New Year's. Merry New Year's. We're going to start with some Who News. Do you like the name? I'm going to call it Who News. I think that's better. Like Who News. Who News? <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. So there were some things that came out about... Um, the 50th anniversary, the 60th anniversary special, so there was a new trailer, mm. uh, lots of like returning, some of few returning characters and cast members and Cameos. people from the past. Lots of things from, um, Russell T Davies' first time running Doctor Who, which is fine because every time there's a new, like, lead writer, they always refer back to things that they've written before. So oh, okay. it's kind of like, yeah, that's fine. And also, there he's also people, like the most popular, yep, like man. people to be in this, I think. So it's like good choices, Russell T Davies. There was some more glimpses of Neil Patrick Harris's character. Oh so yes, he seems pretty um, like like he's going to be a bit over the top, so like a bit theatrical and crazy, which is good. But I still don't know which character he's playing. We don't, none of us know.
1: He's not the Doctor. He's not
0: the Doctor. That would be so weird if he just suddenly was like, Oh, I'm, I'm changing again. <laughs> well, I think there's a real chance that they'll have other Doctors pop up and maybe he will kind of flicker between his son. But because it's the 60th anniversary, I reckon they won't just do David Tennant and I reckon there'll be a few others that pop up. You'd think so. You'd hope so. Mm. Otherwise, I'll be angry. Oh. Just like when I started thinking about the day of the Doctor too much, because I really liked it. See I was like, Stephen Moffat's done a really good job. But then I thought about it for a few minutes, and I was like, actually, what happened to this? And why are these two the only ones in it? And what happened to the other five? And what's going on? And then I watched it again. I have
1: a feeling we'll be talking about this at some point.
0: Yeah. After I've seen it, I don't know what you're on about. Well, to be fair, he was also writing, like, two seasons of a Sherlock at the same time. So he had a lot going on. So I'm going to show you the next thing. This is a costume reveal of the 15th Doctor. Shutigupta. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is what his outfit will look. I like. thought he
1: was in the fifteenth, isn't it? The other guy. I don't know yet.
0: Oh, the other guy is fourteenth. This guy's fifteenth. Okay. There he is. That's going to be his Doctor Who outfit. Interesting. I don't hate it. I um, know that sounds really weird, but so for people who haven't seen it, it's just like I don't know, like a tweed jacket.
1: But it's like it's long. Front. It's a long jacket. Oh, it's like so a trench coat. Trench
0: coat. And then, like, a bright orange shirt. And then, I guess, what would you call that? Like, tweed pants as well. Tweed like pants? Like, the same kind of pattern that you would have on a tweed kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Brown oh, shoes.
0: Do. I'm like, good. It's not, you know, it's not too insane. And it's kind of good. Yep. And there'll always be variations. Like, you'll probably do one that's, like, a blue shirt or whatever. Because they always have, like, another version of their outfit. Because they right. can't wear the same clothes all the time. Because... That would be crazy. What if the same, what if there was one doctor who wore the same clothes all the time?
1: I feel like you're referencing something
0: that's... I feel like the first doctor wore the same clothes all the time. I was Except say, when they got excited about wearing costumes and he was like, oh yeah, I'll I mean, dress up as French. You can't take that away from him. He might've
1: worn mostly the same clothes, but then he would dress up. Oh yeah. Often that would land
0: somewhere and that was the first thing they'd do. And then someone would be like, here's a gun. Remember that? Constantly at the gunslingers. Oh, yes. And he's like, no, no. I don't want a gun. And then there was a nice little video of him and uh, Millie Gibson showing off their new costumes. So, this is them together.
1: Now, I will tell you, it is incongruent.
0: Explain the word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't match. They like, And I know it's not supposed to because they're different characters. But doesn't it look weird? Because she's wearing, like, a denim jacket with, like, a white frilly collar and blue shorts
0: keep, keep going
1: he looks like he's trying to be a bit fancy and she looks like she's dressed up like she's just gone down to the mall to watch a movie and have some markers. so
0: that's their costumes there we go um a bit more news you will have remembered that i spoke, used to talk about a spin-off of doctor Who called the sarah jane adventures yes so this isn't probably isn't new news for people who are in doctor who so it's olds it, yeah i guess but there's a character in there called rani and the actress that played her so she was a child basically she mm-hmm. was like in her teens now so many years have passed she's actually going to get her own spin-off in the audio plays and that cast is going back as oh. that same character as that same character mm-hmm. so i'm excited for that she's come back in doctor who with other characters this is the first time she's so it's going to be set within the same universe as that but years later interesting so that will be interesting You'll Matt. have to give us an update on um, Matthew's pre-spoiler-free free review of audio play.
1: Speaking of... <laughs> Matthew's pre-spoiler-free free review of audio
0: play. So I'm going to re- review Doctor Who the 8th Doctor Adventures. Here lies Drax. So Drax is a character. He's actually in the TV show. I'm pointing to this TV to show you what a TV is. So I will see him. Yeah, you'll see him. Oh, But you won't see this one because he's a time ward. So he oh. changes his body. Ooh. But the thing is... He dies, I He guess. has a thing that allows him to talk to... Like, to visit his previous selves without affecting the timeline. Interesting. So what he does is he... He's not... What would you call him? He's like a con man. So he'll team up with his previous selves to do like a big con. Mm-hmm. And so he used to be a friend of the Doctor's. And it's called tracks because... It's his funeral because he's died. Spoiler. But has he? Oh. Because it doesn't matter if one of him's dead because there's like a bunch of him because he's regenerated a few times. Interesting. So they do like a big thing at his funeral. I can't really tell you. But how was it? It was great. Was it long? How long was it? 45 minutes? It's oh, like yeah. an episode. Cool. So uh, there was this one. It was in a box set of two others, but I haven't finished watching them yet. Listening Listen. to them yet. In my ear holes. That's how we watch
1: things that are audio throughout ear holes.
0: Yeah. So, well done, everyone.
1: Did <laughs> you rate it.
0: Out of... Thirteen. 13. I think we, it might become fourteen, but wait till we watch the first special next year. Eleven out of thirteen. Great. Funny. Bit of comedy. Nicola Walker. Oh, yes. She's in it again. She's great. So, nice work. I feel like I might have to listen to some that are a bit away from that. I mean, I did a bunch of reviews last week. There were so many. It was like a marathon. So, they were a bunch of different Doctors, but I just really, I really like the 8th Doctor.
1: Is he the one who you said you'll grab his hand and run forever? That's the ninth Doctor. That's the ninth. (laughs) I did run. You ran.
0: Onto that sunrise. Was it Doctor Who? Who? So for those who are new, this is where Hello, Alex, uh, I will say a podcast. <laughs> can, I, can I blow your mind, Matthew? We are saying a podcast right now. <laughs> I will say a quote. Yes. And Alex needs to, just, you can get, there's two points up for grabs here. Yeah. So he needs to say whether it's from Doctor Who, and if so, where is it from? And if it's not from Doctor Who, he needs to say where it's from anyway.
1: So whether or not it's
0: Doctor Who and where it's from. Yeah. In summary. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> All right, you ready? Go on. <clears throat> I'm just going to try and say it flat because I don't want to give it away. I've got my eyes closed and I'm trying to imagine it. The truth is often what we make of it. You heard what you wanted to hear, believed what you wanted to believe.
1: I think that's Doctor Who and I think it was recent. I think that was said in The War
0: Machines. Oh. <gasps> No, it's Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, <laughs> oh <I am>. no, <laughs> no! Don't tell me it's from a prequel. It's from um um Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay, that was
1: close. I don't want to lose anything to a prequel film. That's disgusting. <laughs>
0: it's when Luke um is on Dagobah and he's all, and he's like Yoda's died or whatever or whatever. <laughs> and everyone comes over as a ghost and he's all and looks like why didn't you tell me about my father and he's like oh I did tell you the truth from a certain point of view you know that that thing he does and then he says that line the truth is often what we make of it you heard what you wanted to hear believe what you wanted to believe What's let's it? keep a score so you've got one point for getting Dr. V right last week and that's it and you lost the other three
1: so I'm keeping a real score. So hang on.
0: I'm wondering if next time when you get it wrong, I should say it's not from Doctor Who do, and then give you an opportunity to guess where it's from. So you can still get that second point. Well, let's do that from now on. Okay. But
1: I have one point. You've got
0: three. I love it.
1: Oh, damn
0: Star Wars. I'll tell you why. It you know, sounded Doctor enough though, didn't it? It did. That's why I found can... it. I was like, yes!
1: <laughs> That was a brilliant choice. <laughs> and in The War Machine, so many people get almost possessed that they do things and then later come out of it that I thought maybe the Doctor would have said, or a character, because it doesn't have to be Doctor Who. or sorry, the Doctor that says it, right? No. It just has to be from the show. Yeah. So I thought maybe a character could have said that to them when consoling them about, it's okay, you didn't realise what you were doing.
0: For example, I could just sit here and scream a few times and you could be like, Susan.
1: Well, we have a new Susan. Polly? No. She doesn't scream at all. No. It's not the screaming as the Oh Doctor Ram 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 ram. I like Polly. That's so, Ben. Oh, that is Ben. Oh my gosh. <laughs> After the third episode, I'm so glad you brought it up. I really thought Susan's back.
0: Oh really? Yeah. But he's not as I think he does more things than Susan did. That's true. Yeah. But he still whinges as much. Alright, so should we move on to the episode? Ben? We probably should. Two things. Thing one, before we start the review, I said a lot of episodes last week where I was like, are you sure you don't want to, we can't see this, we can't see that, we can't see that. We can see a bunch of them. They're just animated. We just can't see the Highlanders, which is the Scottish. I would have loved to see them. Yeah. In fact, there's a bit of trivia about these episodes that you might like. Mm. Fraser Hines, who plays Jamie, who you will meet, but you won't see him meet the Doctor for the first time. Of course not, BBC. These these are the only stories of the second Doctor's that he doesn't feature in. Oh, really? Yeah. So he obviously joins he, at the end of the strike. He this, st- right? sticks around for a long time. After this. Or does he? Because I feel like that might have just told you that he might not die or something. But, you know, it's been a while since we've had a companion stick around for
1: a long time. That's true. In fact, there's been whole companions that had their journey that we didn't see at all.
0: Yeah, remember the...
1: Uh, dodo is fine <laughs> no no i'm talking about after that that joined and left and we saw none of it oh
0: you mean like katarina the one who gets killed and was that one the one the one that's a member of that super secret space spy yes. network yeah
1: because remember we kept listing all the firsts in doctor who that we don't get to see and one of them was the first companion that gets killed yeah Another one. Another one. Um, and potentially in the rest of this story that we haven't seen yet, another first, which uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like we're going to see what's inside the Dalek because we kind of saw it.
0: Yeah, you saw that. I think you saw it. You didn't see the front of it.
1: No, but that's another first that we don't get to see. Another one. Oh, I know because it's animated.
0: Yeah. The Power of the Daleks. The Power of the Daleks. The six part episodes, one. So we did the first three. Yes. Written by David Whittaker. I know that name. Do you know why you know that name? Because he obviously wrote things before. He wrote The Edge of Destruction. So, the one where they're trapped in the TARDIS. That was a great story. He wrote The Rescue. The first one with Vicky. You know, when they. That were, was good. Yep. Yeah. He wrote The Crusade. Two
1: episodes were what, animated and two weren't or so, Oh no. But they were still photos. Still photos. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
0: right, that's right, that's right. Okay, so he did those. We we liked that story. We liked. I think we like all three of those. And then he wrote this, which I also like. Yes, I like it very much. Um,
1: Oh, I I wanted to tell you. This reminded me of the early
0: Doctor Who, where the story was good and the companions were good. Yeah, and he, um, because I hadn't really, I hadn't watched this for a a while. I'd forgotten how. So, just for everyone. So the episode starts kind of where the last one ends. So the first doctor's just regenerated into the second doctor. Yes. And he has a bit of like trouble focusing and he kind of mumbles to himself and he's just kind of like dots about. Which is it's very normal. Like okay. it's very much like what happens to every doctor when they first regenerate. That, you know, they go a bit bananas. So I was like, oh, they've really like it's really started from here. Yeah. Like He didn't just turn to someone new and was fine. He was just like trying to figure out who he was.
1: Because it's funny. I For some reason, I expected him to just carry on. But it makes sense that that wasn't going to happen that way.
0: Yeah. And the other thing. So Patrick Troughton, obviously, has taken over from William Hartnell. Yes. He's... I don't think you really see it because it's animated. But he's 46 at this point. Oh, sorry. 40, 49 at this point.
1: Well, even in the docudrama for last week, he looked younger than I would have thought.
0: Okay. Did
1: you think that when you saw the guy that was playing him? Yes. So that was a mistake?
0: I think he still looks older because he is similar to Willem Hartnell in that he did a lot of smoking and a lot of drinking. He does quit smoking eventually, but he, you know, he drinks a lot still. Oh. And doctors were like, You should probably stop drinking because you're gonna have a heart attack. And they did have a heart attack. And he said, and Well actually like, I'm a doctor and I don't know what I'm doing. Well he had a heart attack and they were like you should really, you know, fix up some stuff and he was like, No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so that's pretty much how he, he how he went. But much younger not not a huge not hugely younger than William Hartnell, but younger. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is,
1: William Hartnell looked so much older because of all I that stuff, all that stuff and not being well.
0: I like how there's like, he's testing out his new body. Like he jumps over a rock at some point and he's just kind of like, he's trying to figure out what's going on. Yep. Ben and Polly obviously don't know what's happened. Yes. But I like how they have like stuff to do. Like they don't just kind of wait. So like Polly is adamant that that's still the doctor. Whereas Ben's like, he's completely different. So they have two different views and they're not just kind of like waiting around for something to happen in the story. You know what I mean? They just they actually have... Because the Doctor can't say anything because he's going crazy. Mm. But the two of them, they really... They have some good moments there. Yeah. Probably more so than Ben.
1: Look, I'm not trying to be too much of a downer on Ben, but even the way he said, but Doctor was so
0: much like how Susan would say it. It gave me PTSD. I still think it's good that for them to be different, though. So maybe... I don't mind that if he's more irritating. Yeah. So as there's another person who's not.
1: Yes, I agree with that. Imagine because it was just
0: him and the doctor. Oh, jeez. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> I do like how later how he... Because obviously it's just in his vocabulary to be like, like, what's new, governor? That kind of thing. Yeah. And later he's like, um, no worries, governor. Governor, Because he's talking to a governor. <laughs> he just realises.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cool how when the, the doctor's trying to, you know, realign himself, he gets Ben, I think, to hold up a mirror. Yeah. So he can see himself and you see him looking in the mirror and he sees the William Harnell version and then it changes. Yeah. And it's like he realises what's happening. And then I also thought in the canon of the show, unless I'm wrong, that might be the last image we ever see of William Hartnell in the mirror.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe. Unless there's a flashback that I don't know about. You mean in the last 60 years there couldn't have been a flashback? Well, I know something happens with the Aztecs because... Oh, because of the thing I said. You keep saying this thing and maybe I've misinterpreted it. It's more because that scene, that scene that I said that, that's used.
1: Okay, so, but not necessarily the first Doctor. You can't say. I can't tell you. Well, anyway, so I'm wrong. But I thought it was cool that we got to
0: see him again in the mirror. Yeah. And it's like the Doctor recognising that goodbye to that one. And that happens, like, a, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so, like, the new Doctor will have his adventure and there'll be references to the previous Doctor. Mm-hmm. Or they'll see the previous Doctor on a screen or something and just to be like, oh, there he is. <laughs> um, in fact, the one of them the 12th Doctor when he rocks up yep. the 11th Doctor calls him to be like is everything how'd you go <laughs> oh, that's pretty <laughs> weird yeah. he's like i um, it's all good fine <laughs> my, my one of my favourite things about these episodes is you know, is it the recorder big, yeah I do actually like the recorder I hate it so much I think it starts good because he's just being weird and using it as a form of communication I guess but um I think, I don't think it's used as much in future episodes as it is now. I think it's more of a, he's a bit crazy.
1: Hey, this one's different.
0: Yeah. I I get that. No, but I wouldn't use a recorder.
1: No, of course not. That's why he's already
0: better. He would watch like a strings quartet while sipping a cup of
1: tea. And beating someone with a cane. Oh yeah. I find it so annoying. I think it's, I think it's good. I don't mind him so far. Apart from when he decides to put that hat on. Oh, the big top hat? The Christmas hat without the bauble, basically. It's that yeah, tall. Yeah, it's good, yeah. And when he plays the flute for no reason. That's so annoying. Recorder. Oh, sorry, it's recorder. <laughs>
0: it's a recorder. Which of course doesn't not be- a flute. I'm sorry. Recorders are so cooler. Anyway, I think it's good because <sighs> he's just showing... He's just a, you know, getting used to himself.
1: Look, if it's just for this story arc, because.
0: but yeah, we'll forget it then. (laughs) I was going to say I'll give him a pass, but I won't be. Um, I'll complain every time. One of the best things I love about these episodes is everyone's wearing name tags. And I don't know if you noticed that. Yes. I just could keep track of everyone then. But do you
1: think that was in the original show, or they've thrown that in for
0: the animation? I'm sure they're more wearing name tags, but it's just more obvious because because it's animated so you can clearly read the letters i don't think it'd be as clear on like film
1: let me tell you as well i think the animation makes the daleks creepier
0: oh yeah the way the eye kind of turns on a little bit or looks up a little bit yeah and looks at the guy
1: and because the movement is so smooth in the animation i think it's creepier in the animation
0: Uh, it was really good uh yeah speaking of the animation I think it kind of was good, but there were definitely moments where I was like, there's clearly sound, like there's a bit later on where the doctor, Ben and Polly are in the governor's office and they all sit down and they just look, it just looks really weird. Yes, I know. I know. Because there's just sound happening. And obviously there, there was something recorded. And so they're just like, they were just saying, just taking a seat. Like, they don't know exactly, I guess, what was happening. Yeah. They had tele-snaps. So they had photos of the whole set and everything that happened. But they obviously just had to fill. Like just, just sit down for a few seconds. They did feel like there was a lot that was filled. Yeah, there was a few times.
1: And also, someone's doing something and someone is sneakily watching them from two meters away. Yeah. Which, obviously, in the show, they would have been hiding behind a
0: box or something. Or it might have just been darker. Yes. As opposed to like bright animation where you can see everything,
1: because then it just looks like a guy standing two minutes <laughs> away staring
0: at them, and they don't realize. It's kind of weird. Yeah, because all the labels have names. So Lasserton. So these are they land, and it's like this is like a research base in Volcrum. Now someone has called for an, an Earth examiner from Earth. from Earth to come and check out the experiments that are at this research base. So when the doctor kind of wanders off on his own because he's trying to figure out his mind and everything, and he, he like, is measuring a rock, and he jumps over the rock to be like, like, can I jump still, I guess, or something. <laughs> um, he sees a scientist, or, like, a person wearing a badge that says the examiner on it, um, and he goes down to shake the guy's hand to just say hi, I guess, and the guy gets shot. And I think he gets a pass here, because he's still, like regenerating hmm. but he just kind of doesn't really react to a gunshot no he just kind of like looks at the dead body and he's like oh when he sees the name badge and he puts it on we don't know how much of that is because the animation didn't capture what was happening that's true maybe, maybe he was more shocked but i think what happened was the guy was killed and the doctor was like why would, why did this guy get killed yeah and he grabbed that badge I don't think he was like done yet. You know, he was still kind of like yeah. going nuts. So I guess that's okay. But I was like, no response. Man gets killed.
1: Yeah. Imagine if I walk up to you, <laughs> go to shake your <laughs> hand, and you get shot. Yeah. I run away or I look around.
0: I don't go, oh. Yeah, because he didn't even look to see where the shot came from. No. But, you know, I just think that's because he's going a bit crazy. Yeah. Fair and much. I like how later. He reads that situation so well to just be like, I am the examiner. Like, he doesn't Mm -hmm. come clean about it. And so what happens now, and we'll talk about the story. Mm -hmm. So Ben and Polly come out looking for the doctor. And because the planet produces some gases or whatever, they all... The doctor gets knocked out. Yes. And Ben and Polly... Polly passes out. And Ben is, like, coughing and everything. And... They say to him, Ben, they're like, why did not you use the equipment that we suggested and whatever? And Ben's like, what? And then they're like, you know, because you guys are coming to examine the base. And he's like, huh, like other companions, maybe like an Ian Mm -hmm. might've just said, oh no, that's not us. Yeah,
1: (laughs) absolutely. So
0: at least Ben had some sense to be like, not just say everything. Yes. So
1: Ian could wrestle with Jaguar Warriors, but he didn't have
0: the brain capacity. No. Without that's why he worked so well with Barbara. She was the brain capacity. Why do you have to keep <laughs> mentioning Barbara? Um, oh my heart breaks. <laughs> <laughs> I really like like Polly in all of these though. Cause she just seems to like apart from passing out before Ben, I guess, but
1: Yeah, but do you know why? Because she was a woman, and it's the '60s.
0: Yeah. Do you remember when I'm going to bring up Barbara again? I, I know what you're <laughs> going to bring up. I so know is what you gonna... snow. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's another one. <laughs> so where Ian and Barbara. They get they end up in the snow because it's the Keys of Marinus, right? Yes, yes. So they have to go the furman like shoulders that kind of that episode. That episode, and they both appear there, and it's cold, and she just immediately just goes to sleep.
1: Because it's cold. Because it's
0: cold. And he's like, no, don't. And she's just like, oh, it's too cold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to mention the one in the space museum. The gas yeah. makes her pass out. And then they don't know how to... The writers don't
0: know how to get her out of that situation. So she just wakes up again. So we have Lesterton. So he is told by Jan Lee that the examiner has arrived. Mm-hmm. So there's our few first few characters. So Lesterton, an idiot. Yes. In every sense. Yes. Because he... So, for anyone... Like, I'm a science teacher. I'm not a scientist, right? The scientific process is you have a hypothesis, you test the hypothesis, and then you use those results to be like, was my hypothesis right or wrong? This guy is like... The first one is fine, right? So, just for everyone listening... If they've come across a shuttle. This hu- these these humans on Vulcan. Mm-hmm. They've come across a the shuttle. They can't get in. So this guy works out that if you use like lasers pinpointed where the locks are, it will open the door. Yes. that's his hypothesis. He tests it. It works. He got a conclusion. Then what's the next hypothesis? There's a metal thing in there. It's a Dalek, everyone. And what is what's his hypothesis? It's nothing. He just goes, let's fill it with electricity. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> which makes no, no sense. What's the point of that? I've noticed in opening the ship because you're like, I'll get in the ship. Yeah. But what's the point of like just electrocuting a
1: box? Because you either think it's a life form, in which case you should be careful, either because it's dangerous or you don't want to hurt it. Yeah. Or you don't think it's a life form? In which case, you like you say, you're putting electricity into a metal
0: box. And I know we're bouncing all over the place. It doesn't, matter. but it's what we do. So Hello. deal with it. So what happens is, as the episodes go on, from for now, he's like this Dalek. He doesn't call it a Dalek at first, but he eventually does because he, that's the, doctor the name gives the Doctor the name. keeps using. Yeah, you know it obeys all my commands. It will it can move things it can move that chair. I that was the scene that I was like, I put here, move that chair, don't ram that chair because he he tells the Dalek, move that chair and yep. it just rams it and pushes it along because it moved its spongy arm. I thought it was gonna push it with this with this sponger. yes, yes, did not happen, did not happen. And then as the Dalek shows more and more intelligence. He doesn't have any reservations about that. You know what I mean? Like, at first he's like, ooh, about all the commands," And then it starts talking. It's like, it can talk. And this is after <laughs> it's shockwaved
1: someone and knocked them out. Yes. This is all after that. He still has oh, yeah. no... Oh,
0: Knock them out, <laughs> but, by the way. But are they dead? Yes. We oh. determine that by but, episode three. He doesn't know that. Okay, okay. Because Rez, Rezno, is that her name? Well, that was my She point. was wearing a name tag and it said Rezno. That's a futuristic name, I guess. So, Rezno... Said. Said to him... Alright, so for everyone... Hello. There's a Dalek. This is a bit where the Doctor's already come in and pretend to be the Examiner. Had a bit of back and forth for them. Let them into the ship after Lester... Lesterson. Lesterson has said... You know, has opened it up. The doctor's like, mm, very good, whatever, and then leaves because I guess he. Well, I get we find out that he doesn't want to give, give it away. too much away. He sees the Daleks and he's a bit like, this, right, is, this is not good. Uh we'll we'll sleep on this, and he leaves. I'll play my recorder. I'll <laughs> play my recorder, and I like how he he he's more proactive in trying to solve these problems than I think the first doctor. First doctor is a bit like solves problems because he has to rather than actively trying to get involved in things. There was
1: many times when he wanted to just get in the the TARDIS and leave. Yeah. But he couldn't and he was forced to do things. Whereas in this episode, Ben is saying that and his doctor's like, no, we're dealing with the Daleks.
0: And Polly's like, sure. And I like how they, they both know about them. They haven't seen Daleks before, but they've traveled with this guy. Of course, he probably would have mentioned them at some point. Yeah. Um, Just saves time really. Don't have to really explain it. <laughs> Everyone at home knows what it is. Doesn't matter. They've done the London thing. Everyone knows who it's they <laughs> are by now. Um, They've got it. They've had a couple of movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. so they go. And so Lesterton is starting to charge this thing with electricity, trying to give it some power. And we know, because we've watched Doctor Who, unlike Lesterton, mm. that the Daleks use static electricity to kind of move around and whatever. It's wakes up enough that it just shoots what's his name the guy who was like it's looking at me oh Lee. Janely. janley Lee's the woman my bad i've just mixed everything up yeah. so janley's the woman that's like helping lesserton yes and resno's the other man that's helping us okay but resno gets shot by the dalek because he's like it's looking at me and it's and they're like don't be silly that shoots and shoots, and Janie like checks his checks his pulse, and she's like, "I'll take him to medical." But he's definitely fine. He's definitely fine, and she says that to him the next day. He's like, "Have you checked in on um, Resno? Resno? <laughs> I can't remember his name." And she's that's like, but "Yeah, that's he, not a name. He's fine. He's fine. But he's dead at that point. Ooh. We find out later. Yeah. So she dumps his body in a mercury or something now
1: before we continue we've already talked about the flute so to counteract that the rest of the music in these episodes was great yes I loved how creepy it was there was a nice strong pulsing
0: bass whenever something was happening even the bit that sat where he was going a bit crazy there was a lot of audio in there to be like he's, he's lost his mind this guy's a nutter yeah
1: it was so good. I loved it. It reminded me of the Space Museum music, which was, I think, was very similar.
0: So while this is all happening, Lesserton is trying to sell the idea of the Daleks to the Governor, who is not initially on board. Mm-hmm. But he's like, "Oh, productivity increases." And I love how there's the end of. I think it's the end of one of the episodes, and episode two, where the Doctor's like. Still, as under the guise of being the examiner, he's trying to tell them that this thing will kill everyone. Yeah, and they're just like, "That's ah, good." And it says, "I am your servant," which is a phrase that will repeat at some oh, point. Oh, interesting. So I was like, "Ooh, this is the first time they say the thing." Um, Another first that we don't see in action. Another one. I mean, that is true. But I am a servant. There's something creepy about that too. How it's like, "I trust me, I'm fine." Yeah. You're like, oh. And the governor's not on board until the guy's, like, productivity. And then it speaks, and they're all like, oh, my gosh, you can talk. Oh, no. And um, the next episode starts with the governor being like, yeah, yeah, continue your experiments, your mindless, mad experiments. (laughs) And the doctor's like, can you listen to anything? And they're like, whatever. Who are you eating? Yeah. You know, so... I put here at the start of episode three, why does everyone think this is a great idea?
1: Yeah, there's there's <laughs> no question that this could possibly not be a good idea, is there really? I
0: suppose the governor, because he says that he trusts Lesterton, mm-hmm. they've obviously been working together a lot. And, you know, it's maybe I think sometimes we put too much, or maybe it's just me. It's just me, Alex. Go on. I put too much of, like, how modern storylines would work into this. Remember but it's the sixties. It's the sixties and he's a mad scientist and the guy the governor wants stuff done quickly. So done. Tick box done. Yeah. And maybe I should just be happy.
1: No, but see the here's the thing though, we keep we keep having that mentality of excusing it. But the first storylines were so good. And that, that was is. earlier in the sixties.
0: I think that's I think this is still good.
1: And yes. I think you'll probably
0: build to being Almost just as good, maybe? But, um... I did think
1: maybe having the new Doctor, as much as I don't like him as much as the first Doctor, means that the storylines get refreshed so they're kind of good again
0: for a little while. I also think that's why you notice how much... how proactive the Doctor has been in this. Because Patrick Troutham, you know, has all those lines... And is a bit more with it. Yeah. Not to, you know, be mean to William Hartnell, but... He did have
1: one word stumble that they left in there. I did notice it. I can't remember what it was. Compartment. Compartment. Yeah. But But he makes it more real. Well, it's like he really is the Doctor. (laughs) That's right. It's all part of the story. He's still changing.
0: He's still... He's still going there.
1: But I know what you're saying. He has more
0: energy and ability to do a lot more stuff. Yeah, if you jump over that rock... We haven't seen him hitting with a cane yet, though. No, that was pretty sick. In the oh. sewers too. And jumping back to the start a little bit, they were like put on the ring. Yes, and it just fell off because his hands obviously different. Have to get that ring resized.
1: I like how he's a totally different looking person in the face. Yeah, but Ben is convinced once the ring doesn't fit on his finger. Not the fact that he the doesn't even- the same.
0: What that's through the, every generation. That's what I mean. Like he doesn't even look like the person you know in the face. I know. But there's a good back and forth again between Ben and Polly. So Ben's like that's not possible. And Polly's like we've seen so many things and are not possible. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean it started with them and um the Daleks taking oh, no. They, they started Daleks. with the one where it was the computer that got really smart. Yeah, yeah. See, I was thinking it's Daleks, but it's just another evil computer thing. That's <laughs> Well, the Daleks are computers, uh, really. I can't remember the name of it, but we did an episode. Of- that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the war machines. Because they build that like, computer and it gets really smart. Yeah. So on this one, they find a Dalek and it gets really smart.
1: But see, they saw a machine be possessed and, and attack people on the streets of, I think, London. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, like Polly said, why is he shocked that... Yeah, I know, but I guess it's just
0: another thing to believe, isn't it? What was that quote you said before? The truth is often what we make of it. You heard what you wanted to hear, believe what you wanted to believe. It all comes back full circle. does, doesn't it? To Star Wars. So, while we're bouncing around, there's that storyline happening. Mm -hmm. And then in the background... For all this kind of like experimentation and stuff, there's rebels who are against all this stuff.
1: Yeah, there's this big political war that we haven't really been talking about,
0: but that's all happening at the same time. So Janley, who works with Lesserton, is actually revealed to be in a part of this rebel group. So Lesserton, having seen the Dark shoot Resno and kill him, by the way, he <laughs> takes the gun stalk off the Dalek, so it's disarmed. Mm-hmm. I actually, just on that, thought it was funny when he was like, that thing's... that The plunger thing's obviously for, like, picking things up. What's this thing for? <laughs> like, maybe work out that before you turn it on. Yeah. So... Oh, now he knows. So he disarms it, and she actually takes the disarm, the, the gun thing, to her rebels, to work out how to use it as a weapon. Yeah. And the Daleks, the one Dalek that he's disarmed, wakes up the other two. And I think they're, they're quite clever, so they all disarm so that they can show some trust to Lesterton. Yeah. But this is, again, they're showing their intelligence and he's just going for it.
1: Exactly. They're, you're exactly right. The way they're trying to show their trustworthy... ...should make you question it because it's so well thought
0: through. Yeah. It's not just a machine. And it even talks about when the doctor gives an order to be immobile... ...it obeys that until it doesn't and it decides that that's not a good idea. Mm. And they still go, oh, it's it's capable of free thought. (laughs) This is fine. Like the war machines. Yeah.
1: It's the same thing where they have that big council meeting in the bottom of the hotel... And they're like, this is amazing, it has free thought. And the other scientist is like,
0: this is insane. This is a bad idea. Hello. At least work out what it can do before you Yeah, accept that it's really smart. So
1: it really seems like that in the 60s, there was this real fear of AI. Yeah. Because it keeps coming through as a theme in the episodes.
0: I do like how the doctor was like, they've disregarded any information that he's given them. Well, he has a recorder. And later, <laughs> later he goes to Leicester's lab and he's like, I pro- I'll be good. I'll be good, I promise. Just let me watch. Let me watch you work. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. Let's ask this box about physics. Now, I put in here, at 8 minutes 30 in the third episode, the Daleks have the periodic table, so they know all the elements and chemical equations. I, you know, thought that was interesting. And the human laws, the human phrasing for thermodynamics...
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. It's, it's phrased exactly as if it's read off of... Out of a
0: textbook. Yeah. Out of what I teach students. Yeah. Which I guess is another of those times where when we... I've mentioned this to you. I don't think it's been mentioned in the show yet. The TARDIS translates things. Yeah. You have um, said it and I don't think it's been mentioned in the show yet. So that's obviously maybe what's happening for us. But then he's talking to Lassard and he's not talking to the doctor. So it's just But they're not of near the TARDIS. It's like anything, isn't it? Sometimes you watch a movie and it's like set in Germany or something, but they're all speaking English. Yeah. So I I really hate that though, because we have enough
1: things where there's subtitles. Yeah. That it shouldn't matter anymore.
0: No, so he but should be speaking Dalek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With the subtitles. Subtitles. <laughs> Fresno is dead, exclamation point, because that's when we find out he's
1: dead. But we should have known that, because have we seen the... Oh, no, we have seen the gun stun someone before. Yeah. So sometimes it stuns and sometimes it kills. Is it what the Dalek decides
0: to do? Yeah, you mean that in the very first time we see them, it just... Um... It was Ian. Ian can't use his legs. Yeah. That That's just because he's a main character. Oh. The Dalek what, decides the that. armour. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. There's actually, in a future episode, a Dalek who doesn't kill someone because it it knows what happens to that person in the future and goes, I can't kill them. Ooh. So it thinks it through. So maybe it knew Ian was important. It was like, I'll just name him. We also haven't seen the pets return. Remember they had a pet? Yeah, I feel like they moved away from that. Oh, that was so cool, though. (laughs) It's just (laughs) weird. The Doctor, Ben and Polly are all in a room together, and the Doctor's fiddling with a radio. Mm -hmm. This is before he goes and he uses it to, like, try and disable the Dalek. And I put, um, the Doctor holding a broken radio and saying, this could be the answer to all our problems, is a great foreshadowing of the future of Doctor Who. Really? Because that's just, like, he just makes things work. Out of... So he's like um, MacGyver. <laughs> I guess so, except I guess as unrealistic as MacGyver is, it's still explained. Yeah, which is not the case really here. He fills it with the radio and then he uses it to kind of shock the Dalek, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we know that because the Dalek's going, ah, ah. It's good screaming. Well done, person. Well done. If I find out the name, wait, 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 wait. Three hours later. Dalek voice is Peter Hawkins. Well done, Peter Hawkins. Yeah, well done. Episode three. The end of this episode. Hmm. So... It's hilarious, but... Yeah. So, while that political stuff's happening, so, it turns out that, is it Bragan? So, Bra- Braggin, he wants to be governor. Yes. So, he gets rid of the deputy governor first. Like, he sets him up and says that he's the one that, brought, like... Knocked out the doctor. Knocked out the doctor, killed the other guy, knocked out the doctor. Where, in fact, the deputy governor is the guy that called the examiner in because he had some reservations about, you know, their mad scientist. Yeah, And so, braggin has gotten rid of him and is planning to overthrow the governor. So, that's all the political stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. At the end of this episode, Lesterton is like, Grateful that the Daleks have all decided to disarm themselves. (laughs) And he's like, You can have whatever you want because the new, the acting governor, Ragan, says, I can have whatever I want. And the Daleks said, Give us these
1: resources and we can help build you. This machine that works 100% of the time. Yes. It's a meteor detecting thing. The
0: Darks reveal that their plan is to harness the machinery to pulse static electricity throughout the colony and make Vulcan a second scar. That's their plan together. Yes. Lesterton is most interested in the Darks' promise that can create a piece of machine that will predict meteor storms with 100% accuracy. Mm -hmm. So they tell him what... Materials they need to build that. So that's what the resources are for. Yeah. But we really know it's for evil. Evil. And they end by saying, We will get our power. And they chant that repeatedly in front of Lesterton, who seems to be like, Yeah. That's cool, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stop meteors. And they're like, Yeah. Because,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally three of them in a circle. We will get
0: our power! We will get our power! Yeah, it's pretty bad. And he's like, oh, cool. And it ends. <laughs> That's our halfway point. Yeah. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens next next time. I wonder what the Daleks will do. Oh, uh, you know. Now, I wasn't going to put Chiria in yet, because so I figured you should probably wait till the end of the sixth episode. Sure. But uh, there was one thing in here that I wanted to mention. The missing episodes. Because this is all missing. So it says the only known copies of Power, Power of the Dalits, to not be documented as returned or junked were sent to Singapore. RTS, which I think is a broadcaster in Singapore, from the New Zealand Broadcasting Corporation in nineteen seventy-two. RTS's successor, Media Corp, claimed to not possess any copies. Furthermore, Philip Morris claims that Singapore was searched at some point, but the country contained no older British programs. Their ultimate fate, as well as many other stories, remains unknown, given the country's climate and film storage issues at the time the fuels were most likely destroyed. According to a user on missingepisodes.com, a reviewer on Amazon claimed to have seen episode one of this story at a high school in Singapore, six years after the story was originally broadcast. This means RTS retained the copy of at least that episode as late as 1978. And that's the same year that the junking policy ended. Its ultimate fate is yet to be confirmed. There you go.
1: What we should do if the stuff we've watched as animated is ever discovered, go back. We should go back and watch it, and then we could compare it to what we've seen. We should put two screens up. I was, I'm seriously <laughs> down for this. Animated. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Watch. That'd be great. I Seriously, that'd
0: be interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's it. We Halfway. Can't, we can't review this yet. No.
1: But it's it's been really good.
0: I think so. Really good. I think that every character's kind of had stuff to do. And it's the thing, uh, maybe it's the name tags thing again, that really helps. But with all the extra characters, like you know all of them. Yeah, and it's not confusing. Even the political stuff background, you can be like, "Yeah, I could see why there'd be people rebelling against Mad Scientist Lesserton." Yes. So, you don't see that rebel group really. You just see a few of them. Maybe it'll come out more soon. Maybe, but you understand, like, you it's believable. Yeah. Lesserton is obviously unhinged, though. But I guess you know the sixties. All right. Bye. No, no, we do the wrap-up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if you liked this episode, why not rate it on iTunes or Spotify or somewhere? Please. Tell your friends about it. Um, yes. You'll see in the episode description links to our like, social media stuff, a link tree. Also, you would see timestamps for all the different segments and stuff. That's always there. So if you listened up to this point and didn't notice them, you'll know it for next episode. Yeah. Um, and then if our
1: banter is annoying, you can skip
0: all the stuff before we begin the episode discussion. Yeah. If you want to send us an email, the email address is down there as well. We can now access it again after we forgot the password. <laughs> but um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did have a break, but no more breaks—at least for a while. Yeah, for all. Yeah, forever. Anywho, yeah, it's that's great. it. Bye. Bye. What
0: are you doing?
1: I'm reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse. Reverse. Reverse the polarity. I just reverse the polarity.
0: Reverse reverse, reverse reverse the Is polarity? Polarity. reverse the, the, the reverse the reverse the reverse the reverse the reverse the polarity. reverse